0: Welcome to our Hakal podcast number 13 in our series Classic Take we will take a fundamental concept of Mashiach and try to understand it better. How will all illness and disease disappear? One of the very promising and beautiful prophecies predictions regarding the future is that all illnesses will, be dis- will disappear, all illnesses will be cured. And uh, this is something which we need to understand exactly what does this mean, how will it happen, etc, etc. So first of all, the uh, prophets, while they don't op- so openly speak about the fact that everyone will be healthy, they definitely speak about the fact that people will live a long life, and even eternal life that, which is a separate discussion a number of sources is, is explained that people will live forever that should that obviously includes the fact that, in order to live long, there obviously can't be any terminating illness, anything that affects the overall health of a person, but more particularly there are a number of midrashim which bring various verses which explain how when Mashiach will come everyone will live in the optimal health that's possible, there won't be any sickness, no pains, no headaches, no aches in any other parts of the body and um, the different verses that support this. For example, there's a pasuk at the end of Yishayah, Lamed Gimel, that uh, the people living in Yerushalayim won't say, no no one will say anymore that that they are sick, and um, other sources that all point at the same thing, that in the future everyone will be healthy, optimal health. Now, exactly how will this take place? Is this a miraculous phenomenon? Is this something that could be rationally explained? So we'll see there are quite a few interesting explanations that commentaries offer to highlight this point. Obviously, as we will see, some of them are more rational, some of them are more miraculous. Also, some of these explanations only may apply to a later, particularly those explanations that focus on a miraculous removal of disease, as referring to the second later miraculous stage of the redemption. But let us examine a little bit more closely the different explanations regarding this point. So let's start with the Rambam. The Rambam is obviously one of the fundamental codif—I mean, he's fundamental codifier of Jewish law, but particularly when it comes to Mashiach, the Rambam is the only halakhic codifier of how life will be when Mashiach will come. He's the only one that discusses it in terms of Jewish law of halacha. And interestingly enough, if you look at the Rambam, the Rambam makes mention in his Laws of Chuva, chapter 9, the Rambam discusses that if the Jewish people will keep Taita mitzvahs with happiness and with joy, so the Taita promises that Hashem will remove all disease from them. And uh, all sickness, disease, hunger, war, these are things that will be removed if the Jewish people will fulfill the Taita properly. Now, if we examine his... Discussion. His his description of Mashiach at the end of his book in Hilchus Malachim, chapter twelve, right at the end, he interestingly he mentions how when Mashiach will come, the whole world will be doing the right thing, will be involved in the knowledge of Hashem, and he says there won't be hung, there won't be hunger, there won't be war, but interestingly he omits the fact that there won't be any disease. And the question is, why doesn't he mention that? That should be, if he already discussed in the laws of tshuva, that if the Jewish people do what they needed to do, need to do, there's no disease. So it should have been self-understood theoretically, seemingly, that Rambam should make mention of this when he's describing the days of Mashiach. In response, the Rebbe once explained a very simple but phenomenal, interesting thing. Rambam writes that disease really only comes upon a person if he's not careful with his diet with his exercise, with living life in a way that uh, a healthy person should live life. So in today's day and age, there are people that maybe are not so careful with their diet, they, they have temptations to eat, to, to you know not exert themselves doing exercise, whatever other things might be necessary to keep them fully healthy. So when the Rambam is speaking about these days, the Rambam highlights that the Tater promises that if the Jewish people do what Hashem wants them to do, Hashem will help them, he will, give. he will bless them that they won't be healthy. This is talking about that even if a person is behaving in a way that he might be prone to illness, Hashem will bless him that he will be healthy, that he will he'll remove the illness from him. However, in the days of Mashiach, the world will function at the most optimal level. In the optimal world, people are doing what's right and people are focused, people are not selfish, people are not going to try to be lazy, or try to just fulfill their bodily desires, they're obviously going to live life in the most proper, optimal, healthy way. So automatically, there won't be any illness to begin with. Rambam doesn't or can't write that Hashem will remove all illnesses when Mashiach will come, because Rambam himself writes that illness comes only if people don't conduct themselves properly. writes in his his days, he dedicates he dedicates um, a monthly discussion to discuss how a person should eat and, and exercise and other things that he should do to keep himself healthy. And the Rambam promises that if somebody conducts himself this way he will not become sick. So when Mashiach will come, the Rambam's view, everyone will obviously conduct themselves in this way. The only reason why somebody shouldn't is because he's too lazy he wants to you know, eat foods that are not healthy to him, but Moshiach will come, everyone will do the right thing, and therefore automatically everyone will be healthy, there will be no disease in the first place. So the Rambam doesn't have to say that Hashem will remove disease. So that is one perspective, in other words, will be a healthy lifestyle, so automatically everyone will be healthy. This is a very rational approach, very plain, simple approach. Um, there are other commentaries which give more of a interesting miraculous, supernatural approach, but there's a lot of depth to this, even though it seems on the surface as just a supernatural phenomenon. The the commentaries explain that essentially in the beginning of creation we find that people lived very long. Look at the years of Adam, the first generations, before Noach, even after the flood, even after the times of Noach, people lived quite a few hundred years at a time. And then, as the generations progressed, the lifespan became shorter and shorter. Now, the reason for this is this is a debate. There's the uh, for example, does not agree with the following statement, but other commentaries explain that the reason for this was because people, in general, the world was healthier. There was there was uh, the ear was, was 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 healthy. There was no I mean, if you would use modern terms, you'd say there's no pollution, but it's 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 the world. When Abishir created the world, the world was a very healthy place to live in. It's as time went on, so through sins and which were negative, um, negative behavior, it had an effect, a mirror effect, a parallel effect in the physical elements of the world themselves that they became unhealthy. That there was there was. Uh, it was introduced into creation, unhealthy elements which caused the lifespan of people to become shorter. So, Nambam of farshim explained that the beginning of creation there was, the, the, the ear was very clear, was very healthy, and people lived very long. The flood, for example, in the times of Noyach, had a very strong effect on the health, on the on, on, the, uh, on the ear that we breathe, on the atmosphere. And that caused a big deterioration to it, and that's why people after the flood stopped living as long as the people lived before the flood. So, Moshiach will come. Hashem will return the world to the way it was before. There will be Hashem will create once again this healthy year that the people that lived in the beginning of creation enjoyed, and therefore people will live long and healthy lives. And um, I mean, there's other within this itself. There are variant explanations. Some is actually the Sforno holds that before the flood, the the sun went exactly around the equator. Like now we know that the orbit of the sun is a little bit moved from the equator. It doesn't uh, go in the center of the earth. It goes off. That's why there's summer and winter. This change of seasons when the sun is further more to one side and then more to the other side. But he says, before the flood, the world was set up differently. The, the sun went in the same, rota, right around the equator. So the world as a whole, there was no differences between summer and winter. There was no, um, it, it wasn't such contrast, contrasting seasons. The world was, uh, most of the world experienced spring the whole year. So it was a very healthy climate. And therefore people lived long, Hashem, by the flood, Hashem, so to say, moved around the sun. Again, this is a miraculous explanation, obviously. This is not something we can explain scientifically. Our Mashiach will come. Once again, Hashem will put the sun back in its original orbit, so to say, that it goes around the equator, and therefore the world will be much healthier. So this is um, one explanation, which again, some commentaries have. It's it's not necessarily accepted by everyone, but it's interesting viewpoint explaining how naturally man was meant to live long, it was only that, so to say, we corrupted the environment, and when Moshiach will come, we will once again return to the way the world was supposed to be in the first place. Additionally, there's an, 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 an another note, there is a description in the end of the book of Yechezkel. at the end of his book, he discusses various prophecies regarding the future, regarding the third base hamikdash, and he also has in chapter 47 he discusses Kapitel Memzai in Pasuk Aleph and further discusses the interesting prophecy that when Moshiach will come there will be a river that will flow from the Holy of Holies. It will first start off as a little um, line of water, it will get bigger, wider and wider and it says this river will flow out and there will be various things that will grow on the banks of this river, there will be different Different uh, trees that will bear fruit, and it says that the leaves of these trees will be used as trufa, as medicine. And there's def- different opinions what it will heal. Some people say it will heal people that can't speak, that they should be able to speak. Other people explain it will heal people that have infertility, women that can't give birth. There's other explanations that say it will heal every sickness. And there's various, there's various particular opinions over here. Some people say that the water of this Uh, river will have special qualities anyone that bathes in it will become healthy and um, the the fruits that will grow on the banks of the river will have a special healing quality so this is interesting prophecy which according to many commentaries is understood literally um, although some people explain this will happen only after the resurrection of the dead in other words like I mentioned before there'll be a second more supernatural stage in the redemption so this will happen at that point. Um, there is a interesting interpretation over here on which some people probably um, maybe relate to. It's more of a rational interpretation but it's not really the simple meaning of the verse it's more a demas, an illusion, a hint. There's a commentary of the Teiraz Chaim one of the commentaries on the Gemara, so on, on, on Sanhedrin daf Kuf, he discusses where the Gemara discusses this uh, river and what the leaves, will, what, what type of illnesses will be healed through the leaves of the trees that will grow on the banks of this river. So he explains, he gives one explanation, more Kabbalistically, more mystically, how this will work. And then he says that this could also be understood metaphorically, that the river, which is flowing from the Holy of Holies, represents a flood of knowledge. A river water represents knowledge, Tata And the river flowing from the Holy of Holies represents how there will be a great revelation of knowledge coming from Hashem. And this revelation of knowledge obviously will be used first and foremost in order to be able to understand godliness, understand the depth of the Torah. But as a result of this flood of knowledge, so even the Chochmizchi Tzoyn even the external wisdom, the wisdom of nature, of medicine, will be increased tremendously. And this is what he says means that the leaves will be used to heal. The leaves represent the the leaves are obviously inferior to the fruit the terminology of the gemata, the things that are tight as the fruit and leaves are matters that are mundane so he explains that even the mundane wisdoms in other words, those wisdoms that compare to the tata are mundane like medicine and science and nature they too will experience a great flood of knowledge and they will have the ability to cure by the great increase of knowledge, we will learn the secrets of creation, we'll be able to use out the different things that Hashem created, we'll understand how we'll, we are able to cure all diseases. I mean, I've, we also know that the Gemara says that uh, there was a book of medicine that Shlomo Lehi HaMelech wrote, and Chizkiyahu, the King Chizkiyahu hid it, and basically up until that point, anyone there was cured that was known for any illness and um, in other words, there is the potential in creation that they should put into creation to heal all illnesses, illnesses. And when Mashiach will come, this will become um, revealed. There are further interpret the the the. There's also another prediction which is which is famous is uh, that after the resurrection of the dead, Hashem will heal all people from their blemishes, which means. Madrash says that people, you know, many people died, unfortunately, in a state of illness. Almost everyone that passed away must have been suffering from, from some type of illness. People had a mum, people had different blemishes. So when Mashiach will come, Hashem will resurrect the people the way they, the, the way they were during their, li- their lifetime. Someone had, an, had a mum, someone that had a blemish. Hashem will a handicap, Hashem will revive them, re- resurrect them with their, that blemish. And then he will heal them. The reason that why he will do, do it this way is because Hashem wants everyone to recognize the person. He shouldn't say, oh, oh, maybe this is a new person, it's a new body, it looks different. So Hashem is going to resurrect the person exactly the way he was during his lifetime. And right afterwards, Hashem will heal him. And um, how Hashem will heal them, so obviously Hashem could do whatever he wants, but there is, the, 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 there is an interesting um, pasuk which the Gemara discusses, It says there'll be, Hashem will increase the light of the sun. There's a famous Gemara that says Hashem will take out the sun from its sheath and the sick people, the tzaddikim, will become healed by it. And again, there's many, obviously, levels of understanding this Gemara. What does it mean? There'll be a a great global warming that will heal people from illnesses. Exactly what that means is, obviously, hard to understand scientifically. But mystically, kabbalistically, it means that the light of the sun is the metaphoric interpretation metaphorically refers to a great revelation of godliness that will be so intense that it will heal all blemishes and uh, so everyone that was resurrected will become completely healthy and um, free from any blemish now the if you want, want to take this more from a different angle which is it's mystical as well but it's also very much founded in the simple teachings of our sages is that we know that illness is a result of sin, the Gemara says "Any a person doesn't suffer only because of sin in other words obviously there's physical causes of ailments but every physical ailment has a spiritual counterpart and if a person is struck with a certain illness it represents that there's a certain spiritual illness as well that this person is suffering from so as we all know that death came upon the world as a result of sin of the sin of the tree of knowledge and through the sin of the tree of knowledge not only it leads us brought about the ability to sin in the world it brought about death but on a more holistic level many sources explain what that happened was as I mentioned before when Hashem created the world the world was created healthy and this, this interpretation adds a little bit more to it when Hashem created the world the world was created perfect there was no and all the elements that were in creation, and the water, and the air, and the climate, there was nothing that would cause illness like this. There's within the world when we eat food, there's certain toxic parts that might be in the food, the certain toxic things in the air that we're breathing, and the water that we're drinking. The way they, the way the world is now, there's good and bad. There's a mixture in the creation of things that are good that make a person healthy and strong, and things that are bad, things that are deteriorating, things that are toxic, that are poisonous like we know in everything in in creation, there's good and bad, there's animals that are that are good, and there's animals that are predators, and different things that grow, certain things that grow are very healthy, certain things that grow are very poisonous. All this is really an outcome of the sin of the tree of knowledge. Before the sin of the tree of knowledge everything in the world was perfect, it was completely good, there was no negative elements in creation, there's no poisonous uh, things growing, the ear was completely healthy, there was no negative toxic things in the environment we know that the sin of the tree of knowledge spiritually brought about a a, a, a few a mix of good and bad mixed together within the person himself that he has his, his evil inclination has now the ability to cause him to sin and uh, much before the tree of the sin of knowledge it was also evil inclination but it wasn't mixed with good it wasn't embedded in the person in such a strong way and that brought about in a similar way in the whole of creation that as a result actually, there was negative elements that were, came about within the physical world. As we know, that death came as a result of the sin of the tree of knowledge. It doesn't only mean that it was as a, as, as a, as, as a spiritual punishment, but it also means that actually, the world became corrupted, there were negative elements introduced in the world which automatically lead to, to illness and death. And when Moshiach will come, particularly in the second stage of redemption, when all evil will be eradicated from the world, it's all sin, it won't be possible for there to be sin. The effect of the tree of knowledge will be eradicated, will be taken away. So obviously everyone will be healthy. So this is, the, um, I guess, the most fundamental holistic understanding of why there will be no death, no illness when Moshiach will come. Because the world will, will revert back to its original state where there was no negative, there was no toxic elements in creation at all. Everything in creation, every, every animal, every plant was completely healthy and all food that people ate was completely healthy. was only as a result of sin that there's a possibility of sickness. And when Mashiach will come and all sin and all negative things will be eradicated. And the sin of the tree of knowledge will be, will be fixed up. So everything will return back to the way it was before spiritually speaking it's it's also important to understand that every blemish within a person as i mentioned before starts really from a blemish within his soul so in the future since the souls of the jewish people will be complete they will all be doing the right thing so the physical counterpart of a person will also be healthy we know that there's a discussion in a, a number of sources which explain that every limb of a body is of the body, there's 248 limbs and so on and so forth. Is a reflects a spiritual limb in the soul, and if there's a pigam, there's something wrong in the spiritual limb. It reflects itself in the physical limb as well. Since spiritually everyone will be healthy, so physically everyone will be healthy as well. Just to finish off, that the ultimate sickness, the same way there will be a. All physical illnesses will be healed. It also represents, sometimes, a person will be physically healthy, but there's emotional wellness, there's a person might have, you know, there's uh, there's certain things, certain, certain types of intellectual or emotional disorders, these will also be removed, and also spiritual sicknesses. Spiritually, the idea of being sick means, for example, if a person is blind, physically means he doesn't see the world. It doesn't seem physicality. Spiritually, being blind means you don't see godliness. So, a uh, person that can't walk physically, he's lame. Spiritually, not being able to walk means a person can't progress spiritually. So, Mashiach will come, all illness will be removed, both on a physical level and maybe primarily from the spiritual level. And that will automatically have an effect on the physical level as well. Everyone will be healthy. Let us hope that we should merit the coming of Mashiach now. Classic Take is produced by Toldalts Podcast Productions, producers of the Daily Boost, the Weekly for Bringin, Power for and Meshiach Mindset Audio. Available on all podcast platforms.